There's a relationship between money and Mutsipe. This evening, we have the founder of ZIST, Mr. Mutsipe Tsulufelo Mutsekhwa. The ZIST app was created to assist families find initially long-lost graves of loved ones. This online platform has now expanded its function to assist the public to arrange and plan a burial online. The online funeral shop, also known as a virtual undertaker where people across South Africa don't need to leave their homes in order to organize a funeral. They are able to order and purchase all funeral and unveiling related products. These include flowers, scones, coffins, tombstones, grave closers, livestock, etc. And services anywhere in South Africa from their phone on the app. The app comes in handy at a time where the whole of South Africa is grappling with the second wave of COVID-19 and being out in public necessitates risk. Many people find it difficult to social distance, of course, when organizing funerals. It's a super spreader after all. The app makes organizing the funeral, therefore, that much easier a task, affording the family enough time to mourn and stay at home while still able to prepare for burials. To tell us more about the concept, the implementation, the rollout, the growth, and the expansion, all of it, this ZIST app's founder, Mr. Mutsipe Tsulufelo Mutsekwa, is on the line. Sir, good evening. Thank you for your time. Good evening, Thank Thanks for having me. What took you so long, man? Because, hey, you know how organizing funerals can be a nightmare. <laughs> Well, also, I get, uh, it, it took me long because I was part of the problem. So I had to step out of the problem and it <laughs> became a solution. Where did you get in, I mean, the inspiration? And, and of course, the inspiration is one thing. It still needs serious technical engagement, establishing an app, trialing it, error, getting somebody to do it. Or are you the person who's also the brains behind it all in terms of the technical aspects? No, no, funny enough is that um, how it all started, I was at home um, because what I do is uh, I, I run a, a research company called the company Captive Insight and do activations and all that. But on that particular day, I had just been from a funeral in Eastern Cape at home and I, just, I was just too tired uh, for the entire week and I was like, there's got to be a, a better way, you know. But uh, I think for me, what what started was the, the, the whole process of finding a grave because even at that funeral, I, I we struggled to find because we, it was a repairer, and uh, we we struggled to even get to 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 that uh, uh, grave that, that was previously used, you know. So the whole thing of getting lost got to me, and it frustrated me. And I started, you know, looking at it from uh, you know as moving forward, like the, the entire thing, and like it again and again. You know, some people even opt not to go to funerals for the whole thing, especially the traffic and all that. So initially that's how it started. And then one, you know, commissioned a, a, another company to say, guys, this is what I'm looking at. And this is what I want to the problem I'm looking to solve. So it then evolved uh, throughout um, two, two years now. And uh, people started, you know, using the app in terms of finding uh, basically the location of the graves. And then we, we, we improved it over time with things like your funeral notices and then stuff like that, you know. But uh, as, as COVID happened, we were already, you know, working on a, on a plan to say, guys, let's let's sit down with the team. What what, what does the future look like, you know? Um, we've got millennials, we've got the 2000s. How are they going to bury? Are they going to bury the same way we do or they want? Because if you look at the stats as well, um, and being someone in marketing and research as well, was that what we saw was also a trend that, you know, funeral covers are not taken up by 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 the by the young people. It's all, all, all mostly by the older people. 
So the idea was, let's look around and what can we do to solve the, the future problem before it even exists, and the current one, you know? So the, the funeral shop came to say, guys, there's got to be a way where everything is centralized, and we just give the family enough time to mourn, you know, go through the process of mourning up until after, and, and that's part of healing. So that's where the idea came with that, let's put everything else, else on the app, because essentially, when you look at the funeral industry model, it is that in its own just it's not on, 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 on an app to say. Because for example a funeral home only does a mortuary and they've got a, they don't have a, they don't own coffins, they don't own flowers and all, some of them don't even own the cars, they lease the cars. So essentially we took that model and put it on, on an on an app and that's how everything worked worked out. Let, let's talk about the first aspect of ZIST because initially, and it was a great idea on its own, assisting families to find long-lost graves. That alone would have required you to access some public documents, municipal documents in particular, because there are graves and there are records of these graves. And sometimes the person looking for the grave can't, for whatever reason, access these records. And you just made the grave accessible through an online platform. Tell us about the early successes that allowed you to think some more about this idea because if it was just an ordinary app which had a sizable uptake but without more, it could well have been just that. But you would have seen some successes or some modifications to that in relation to how the consumer would have responded to the app that would have given you even some of these greater ideas around the app. Of course, and I think that's one one thing I, I forgot to mention, which is quite key. So, um, as far as just trying starting back with the, the the public record, the records that you are referring to, it's been a daunting task, and it still is. You know, um, that you know when you go to your city of Joburg and city and parks to access this record, it's quite a daunting task, and there's there's you know there's relentlessness, and then also equally so when you go to the cemeteries, you find that some of the books were were, were banned. Like for example, the typical uh, one. Also, in parallel to this, what we do is also have a service, a physical service where people write to us. We go out and find the graves of their long lost or lost ones. So, just to give you an example, with one uh, uh, cemetery that we still have problems with, but you're trying to solve it as time goes on, is the one next to Maponia Molinsuit um, called Mansfield. Now, what happened with that cemetery back in the 80s or is the 70s? I'm not. I think it's the 70s, mm. where they built that freeway called Krisani uh, Paraguana, Krisani. So Krisani Road. Sorry. On that road, they had to pass. They had to. It, it, when you look at it, it's it's it's, it's done. There's a division between two uh, between a cemetery. So that what it did is that the where the the, the, the road exists, all those uh, graves were removed to make way for the freeway. So that on its own, you still have people looking for those graves. But uh, through research and, the, and the, the fact that we are doing the service, we offer the service for people to, to access their graves. Now, also evolving, moving forward, the, the, the consumers were quite key in terms of being where we are at now, in terms of having the funeral shop. Because part of the, 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 the issues that we people go to us, because there's no one portal where people, or, or, or department where they can go for let's say for example there's a repair somebody has buried someone on someone's grave mm. as much as city parks can try and resolve it um it's never nobody ever knows things like you know it takes longer kind of thing so we kept on having such incidents where people were saying please help us with this and we'd, we'd resolve it and then with the involvement of city parks you know so it's been pockets and and, and organic feedback that comes from 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 consumer to say 
this is where the consumer is coming. And this, this, let's, let's also enhance our offerings in terms of, you know, giving the consumer what it is that they want. And, and because currently, as you, as in, in this country, well, I think we've also looked abroad. There's no one who does that particular service, you know. So it's quite unique. It's quite new. And like you said in the beginning, it was trial and error. It's been trial and error, even with this one that we've gone into. It's also trial and error as we go. But what we did, what was, uh, what, what was, uh, the, I think, better than anything else, we've had to make the, 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 the portal safe. That's the first thing. And, and again, based on trial and error. And secondly, second to that, was the perception that how does it work that I sit at home and buy a, a coffin, for example, because currently that's one of the biggest sales uh, that, that we are having now on orders. Because as you know, in the country, there's there's shortage of, of, of coffins. Mm-hmm. So through our partner network, we've managed to secure a large number of these coffins. So we are able to, to distribute and sell to, to everybody else. But still that, what we've, what we've seen is that there's still a human interaction in terms of educating people about the app where when they make a request, we also do go physically to the families to take them through what the app does and everything else. And then only then do we find that people now find it easy because it's quite something unimaginable, as you rightly said in the beginning. But once people get to know it and then it becomes easier and seamless. Tell me, how can I buy a stake in this? Because if this thing shoots, (laughs) you can be very sure this is the only thing you'll ever do for the rest of your life. Let's talk private. <laughs> <laughs> 2059, Mr. Mutsipi Tulufele the founder of Zist, an app that first was founded for the purposes of finding lost, long-lost graves. They're doing that, and they're discovering more and more in terms of their capacity and the challenges around that. And final comment around that, I mean, the, the app in terms of how it has evolved is great. I am interested in this. This thing is important for people because there is a connection, more particularly for Africans, to their ancestry. And a grave site is a point of reference for many. Final comment. Look, I think part of what we've done uh, is, which is what was great, and then just talking to that need, I hope I can make it in time, um, was also collaborate with traditional healers. For, for example, there's one known uh, traditional healer called Kogostus Kotin, in terms of the reaching out. So part of the people, I remember some people go to traditional healers there because they can't find graves. So we're also partnering with those people. But in, in, in a nutshell, um, we are here to serve what is a typically black a problem, and we solve it the black way that we know how, with dignity and pride. Fantastic. Let's leave it there. Dada Mutsipi, stay on the line because I am going to continue. This is a wonderful innovation. Thank you so much for that. Black Thank Solutions you. for Black Problems. It is time for news. Good evening, Greg Hose.